Blog Talk Radio.
Of the true Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name.
That's right, young man. Exactly right. The righteous spirit do all of the teaching. And I want to um, take a look at something that young man. Matter of fact, I hope you got, I know you got the book on um, the book called Guiding Book of Edom. Eden. I want to take a look at that also. Oh, come a lot of good, a lot of good spaces tonight there, young lion. We're going to cover a whole lot of things. But uh, what I want to look at, I want to look at a statement in Jeremiah, but I'm struggling with that, young lion. I'm, I'm right out of the gate. I'm struggling on something in Jeremiah. Um. Looking for a statement that was said in Jeremiah about Jeremiah was, was saying something about in the 28th chapter, picking up verse 6 down to verse 8, no, 6 down to verse 9. We're going to open up on tape 58 and Jeremiah 28. Six down to verse nine. Let's see if we get out of that, young lion. Take your time and, and put a little bass in that soap. Let's see if we get some Jeremiah uh, 28. Six down to verse nine. You got the better half with you there, young lion? No, sir. Hallelujah. All right, 28 chapters down to verse nine. Let's see what's going on. Come on. Jeremiah. Look at you. Yes, sir. The book of Jeremiah this year, chapter 28, verse 6 to verse 9. Jeremiah this year, chapter 28, verse 6 reads, Even this year, Jeremiah said, Hallelujah, Yahweh do so. Yahweh perform your words, which you have prophesied, to bring again the vessels of Yahweh's temple. And all that is carried away captive from Babylon until this place. Verse 7. Nevertheless, hear you now this word that I speak in your ears and in your ears of all the people. Verse 8. Verse 8 reads, The seers have been before me, and before you have all prophesied both against many countries, Against great kingdoms of war and of evil and of pestilence. Verse 9. The seal which prophesies of peace. When the word of the seal should come to pass, then should the seal be known that Yahweh truly sent him. Mm-hmm. So we find out that the seers of old, they prophesied of war and the destruction and everything pertaining to and now and that's the and that's the excellent statement there, young man. So let's get a precept on that by going to St. John four thirty eight. That's excellent for a precept right now. So the fears of old they prophesied of war, destruction. So if you get if you get you get in the ministry and all they're talking about is, is feel good and eco
economics and all that. No, that, that ain't that ain't line with the Bible. You gotta prophesize about war, about bringing things to an end and bringing your kingdom that you have lost through your own disobedience by people that were ordained to be wicked. But he raised the same wicked people up until you return back to the knowledge of self. So in St. John chapter 4, verse 38, let's read a bit there, young man. What it says in St. John 4, verse 38. The book of John, chapter 4, verse 38 reads, I sent you to reap that whereon you bestow no labor, other man labor, but you are entered into their labors. See, what we're doing now, we're reaping other men's labor. The other men have laid this foundation, young lines. And what we're doing, we got to build on other men that have laid this before. So we got to pick up where they left off at. But we got two types of Israelites. You got wicked Israelites and good Israelites, evil Israelites. So you got to make sure what Israelites you following, you got to, and you can find out what Israelites you following from the pages of the book. Let's go back to Jeremiah 30 now, young man. Yes, sir. We're going to Jeremiah chapter 30, 1 down to verse 4, and 19, and 15 and 19. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 1 down to verse 4, then skip down to 15 through 19. You're back on the clock. Come on. Book of Jeremiah to see at chapter 30, verse 1 through 4. 15 and 19, Jeremiah the Seer, chapter 30, verse 1 reads, The word that came from Jeremiah the Seer from Yahweh, saying, verse 2, Thus speaketh Yahweh of Israel, saying, Write ye all the words that I have spoken unto you in a book. Verse 3, For lo, the days come, said Yahweh, I will bring again the captivity of my people Israel. And Judah, said Yahweh, I will cause a return to the land that I give to their fathers, and they shall possess it. Verse 4, read, and these are the words Yahweh spake concerning Israel, to the northern tribe, and concerning Judah, southern Canaan. Verse 15, why cries you? From your affliction, your sorrow is incurable for the multitude of your sins, because your sins were increased. I have done these things unto you. Verse 16. Therefore, all they that devour you should be devoured, and all your adversaries, every one of them, should go into captivity, and they should spoil you, and they should be spoiled, and all that prey upon you will I give or pray. Verse 17, for I restore health unto you. I will heal you of your wounds, said Yahweh, because they called you an outcast, saying, This is Yadah Judah, who no man seeketh after. 18, 
Thus said Yahweh, Behold, I will bring the captivity of Israel. Sit and have mercy on his dwelling place. And the city should be built upon their own heat. And the palace should remain after the manner thereof. Verse 19. And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving in the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them, and they shall not be few. I will also glorify them, and they shall not be small. Mm-hmm. So he's going to take care of the uh, young lion. But he left a little wrinkle in that young lion about how he's going to take care of him. So he said he's going to do some things there, young lion. Let's see what he say he's going to do again. Let's back up and see. He made a profound statement on what he's going to do. He said that he was going to do something that we can read there, young lion. And he said a verse that, uh, in verse 17, uh, I need that verse for the precept. What he says in that 30, verse 17? The book of Jeremiah is here, chapter 30, verse 17. For I restore health unto you. I will heal you of your wounds. Said Yahweh, because they called you an outcast, saying, This is Judah, who no man seeketh after. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm, I'm going to heal you from your wound, sickness. He said, I'm going to heal you. But the way I'm going to heal you is in the wisdom of Psalm 16, verse 12. He said, I'm going to heal you. There, young lion, that's big talk. He's, I'm going to heal you, but we're going to let you know how he's going to heal you. 16, verse 12. What did it say that? We can read in Wisdom of Solomon, 16, verse 12. Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 16, verse 12 reads, Well, it was neither green herb nor modifying plastic that restored them to health. But your word, O Yahweh, which heal it all things. You see that? So that's how you're going to be healed. You're going to be healed by the words. So let's get a precept on that. In the book of Matthew, there, young line. So you say, now listen, you tell them, especially leadership, you let the the foe know that you will be healed by the words. So you got to make sure you in position to hear the word because that's the only way you're going to be healed. We can tell you about all the ways to get yourself back on your feet, but to be healed according to Yahweh properly, you got to hear the word. Let's look at, uh, we're going to preach up on that young line, 8, verse number 8. No, make it 6. Make it, let's build a little, little shout meal on it. Matthew chapter 8. Verse 6 down to verse 8. Let's see what that say there, young lion. All right, we're going to the book of Matthew, chapter 8, verse 6 to verse 8. Matthew, chapter 8, verse 6 reads. And saying, Yahweh my servant. Matthew, chapter 8, verse 6. And saying, Yahweh my servant. Lies at home sick of the saucy, grievous torment. Verse 7, and Yahweh the Son said unto him, I will come 
and heal him. Verse 8. And the centurion answered and said, Yahweh, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but speak your word only, and my servant shall be healed. Rules of the Bible existed then, 
and it, and existed now. And what we're gonna do properly, we'll walk it all the way up, and we'll take care of the enemy along the way too, the wicked one too. We'll take care of all that. Remember, no class tomorrow. We're gonna bring our elder in, and the elder tell you all about the broadcast, what the Almighty put on him to tell you. So when you meet our elder, look to see of Israel. Tribe of Yah, God, due to a loud voice, you say, El Mr. T of Israel, Tribe of Yah, God, Judah. Yahweh, did you have to right? And Yahweh, bless you, see it as well as see it well. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh, El. Well, one thing about it, the box there, El, then lit, the curtain there went up. So, um, we're going to get back at it, but we know we got to stay in protocol. So, whatever you want to tell this national audience, El, the floor is all yours in the world. Listen to over 900,000 songs. Take your time. Come out. Well, once again, Yaqua bless you, see as well. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. I want to cast the hundreds of thousands of listeners, and that's always a pleasure. I was listening to a gentleman today that I had met previously before. And I found out he spoke fluently Greek, Hebrew, and Arabic. I wonder why this conversation never came up before. But it was interesting to meet this gentleman. That's probably why I was a little late getting into the broadcast, showing me a few things and teaching me a few things that he knew about the language. Well, when you have a teacher in front of you, you have to sometimes prove that what he knows. And how can you prove something that he knows when you don't even speak the language? But anyway, I can say it was a great pleasure to hear him speaking to someone else in the same language. Because you have to remember, when you're learning something right and righteous, you have to remember it's the non-righteous job is to lead you astray. Like some people I spoke of in the past, they try to deceive you with a lost and confused understanding. And sometimes it can be very convincing. But we hear the voice of the truth lights to help guide you through these dark times of bad teaching, loud bumped up gums for righteous learning and Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yahweh's Ministry. We come to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. First and foremost, about Yahweh's Word. Learning how to connect the books, your health, foods that you should eat, and keeping the Sabbath days. We do all this because you have not. This information you have came to seek and have to look no further. You have now found that in the voices of the Trizalites, tribe of Yadah. We are open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And the days is Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Having no class on Tuesday, like this year just mentioned unless we have a high day or a special event. However, we do have a Sabbath class, which the top part of the Sabbath is Friday. That class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. There's a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and the online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. To use this on any search engine in a tribeyada.com. After clicking it, look for tribeyada.com dash Israelites. 
When you do that, you'll see a big line, and right on that line will be some choices. One will be tithes and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. On any other device, you might see menu. But after clicking this, you'll still see the choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings. And doing so, remember what it says in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yahweh, O ye kindred to the people. Give unto the Yahweh glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Yahweh the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves a cheerful giver. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated. That you give according to the Bible scriptures that I mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30. And once again, mentioned in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yahweh live. Also for building a school, which we see is needed more and more on a daily basis. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to build the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Hallelujah. Also while there, check out our calendar. The calendar is there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program, which is a feature available during our broadcast time. To get there, this time in our three words, Yahweh Radio Live. And after you click enter, look for Voices of the Truth Lights, Tribe of God Dog. And click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. We even have a few numbers you can call with Yakwa in mind. The first being the live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This would be our international number where you can call and leave those messages on Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six or nine camps of Yakwa's ministry. Also, in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, on here, discouraging click, followed by the dial tone. Also, by calling that same number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure that you have the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, Please do not contact us here via email, phone, or text before broadcasts or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC. The New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, and see many memos that most of us have seen. But even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. So please just set in the national line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back. Unless you call trying to teach, you'll only hear a discouraging dial tone. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of today's program, catch the entire recorded show after 9.15 p.m., except Friday's program time will be repeated after 10.30. And to do that, once again, in a Yaqua Radio Live. And after clicking on it, look for Voices of the Trizolites, Tribe of God Choose the program 
that you will leave logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. And even now, during our normal Block Talk broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on Power Talk. Power Talk can be logged in by your phone, tablet, or computer, even now your smartwatch. Just make sure you have the Power Talk app. We'll be listed under ethnic group, African American. Once again, when you get there, look for voices of the Trizolites. Try to get down. Our room will hold 50 or more listening participants. The Aqua's Word will also be working for your Bible education. Online there to answer those on-the-table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with the Seer Israel, writing at Shotgun. During this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And the broadcast ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on Peloton. Yahweh will be with you all. But that continuing reminder that I always give. When we're given scriptures to speak by this year, be quick to hear, which is important, and slow to speak, so the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear those righteous words of Yahweh and not that of confusion. So in saying that, we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that cannot be backed up by the Bible, but make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. So we can start to do just that. We'll pass our program back to us here in Israel and say, Hallelujah. And um, you know, get back to page fifty-eight. I was actually helping break books out a little bit, and we'll get some more going on. So uh, we we talked about Judah, the fourth son of Israel, and that it is just the lead tribe, and we want to do a little a little his background information on why. In Judah, if the lead tribe, and to get your answer, you got to go to the book called The Forgotten Book of Eden, E-D-E-N. And Judah's testimony that he gave to his son as he was um, getting ready to die. But he was giving his, his son uh, illustration of how his father had told him a lot of good things. And Judah going to tell exactly what kind of man he was from the get-go. And so we're going to look at the testimony of Judah on page 233, uh, chapter 1, verse 1, you know, we're going to read a little, we're going to read a little bit about Judah. We're going to read about Judah and why it's so important for you to know who you really are exactly. Now, remember, Judah lived to be 192 years old. So he lived a long life. So he's going to talk about some things to his son as he's getting ready to lay him down. And uh, that's the great mother, the great mother he is. And make sure Mother E is ready to go in the broadcast too, so that's where Mother E is. So when you meet 
mothers out of Camp 1, Mother you, Mother G out of Camp 1. You will be hearing from Mother G giving a six-time commentary on this broadcast or whatever y'all go out put on her a little bit later. Right now, Mother G, Mother E. Hey, Mother E, five of y'all got you the one and mothers out of Camp 1. Yeah, well, bless you, Israel. Of Israel. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh, mother. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Because he has given me a fourth son also. Verse 4. I was swift in my youth, in obedience to my father in everything. Verse 5. And I honor my mother and my mother's sister. Verse 6. And it came to pass when I become a man that my father blessed me, saying, You should be a king, prospering in all things. Verse 7. And Yahweh showed me favor in all my work, both in the field and in the house, and my family. And I know that I, I raped a herd and caught it and prepared the meat for my father. And he did eat. Verse 9. And the roads are used to master in the chase. 
and overtake all that was in the plain. Verse 10. And while myrrh, I overtook and caught it and tamed it. Verse 11. I slew a lion and plucked a kid out of his mouth. Verse 12. I took a bear by his paw and hurled it down to the cliff, and it was crushed. Verse 13. And out ran wild boar. Yes, sir. Hey, you're doing right. good there, young. Yes, sir. See, it was, I ran and tore it in thunder. Verse 14, a leopard in Hebron leaped upon my dog, and I caught it by the tail and heard it on the rock, and it was broken and twung. Verse 15, I found the wild ox feeding in the fields and ceasing it by the horn. And whirling it around and stunning it. I cast it for me and slew it. Verse 16. And when the two kings and the two kings of the Canaanites came set in armor against our flock, amongst people with them, single handed, I rushed upon the king of Hazar and smote them on the greed and dragged them down. And so I slew him. Verse 17. Good. And the oh, other... Oh, oh. Good. Let's get ears open now. Now sit down and... And, and what, did, what did he have on in verse 21? Verse 21. Testament of Judah, chapter 1. Verse 21. And I wound my garment on my head. And I slung stones at them, and killed four of them, and the rest fled. Mm-hmm. What about 25? So now we find out that our, that our grandfather wore a garment. So our grandfather had, he had strangers on in a garment way before Moses' time. But don't think the garment came in in Moses' time. No. Judah had on a garment way before Three, four hundred years before Moses even born. So keep that in your mind. And what's going on in verse number five? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Testament of Judah, chapter one, verse twenty-five. For he saw in a vision concerning me, and the angel of might follow me everywhere, that I should not be overcome. Ain't that something? Yes. Yeah. So Judah had a garment on, and wherever Judah went, he had um, an angel, a mental spirit, what they call a day, the pagan word called the Holy Ghost. Following him, where did he go? So you see that? So this guy was told by his father that you would be, your tribe would be a king tribe. And you ain't, and you can outrun anything with four legs and catch and have the strength. So you see a lot of brothers that can run, jump high, and think that's something new. No, no, no. That's showing you the bloodline of Judah. Judah had all these 
activated. Now, what did Judah look like in verse 43? What did he look like? Testament of Judah, chapter 1, verse 43. I therefore and Dan praying ourselves to be Amorites and as allies went into their city. So he, he um fiend himself. So him and him and Dan dressed up as the Amorites and was able to trick the Amorites since they was he was one of them. So now, who is the Amorite? Here, Mr. Steve, we're going to the 10th chapter and pick around verse 15 and find out who is the Amorite. So now, so now the Bible is telling you exactly what Judah and Dan look like because they were able to fiend themselves and trick the Amorite to the Caucasian. Let's find out what's going on in verse 15. 
okay, starting at verse 15. And Canaan begat Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth. 16. And the Jesuits and the Amorites. That's it. That's it. So, that, so, so, who, so who is the Amorite father? Hey, who is the Amorite father according to verse 15? Canaan.
we're going to go to Ezekiel 47. And we will look at 1 through 5. And let's see what we get going on in here. Ezekiel 47, 1 down to verse 5. Young line, brother Titus Israel. Ezekiel 47, 1 down to verse 5. Let's see what we get going on with this. The book of Ezekiel is here, chapter 47, verse 1 to verse 5. Ezekiel 47, verse 1 reads, Afterward, he brought me again unto the door of the house. Temple, and behold, water issued out of under the threshold of the house eastward. Eastward, for the forefront of the house stood towards the east. And the waters came down under the right side of the house, temple, at the south side at the altar. Verse 2, there brought me, there brought he me out of the way of the gate northward. It led me about the way without unto the other gate by the way that looked eastward. And behold, there ran out of waters on the right side. Verse 3, and when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward. He measured a thousand cubits, and he brought me through the waters. Waters were to the ankles. Verse 4. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. The waters were to the knees. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. Where the Lord, where to the Lord. Verse 5. Afterward, he measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass over, but the waters was risen, waters to swim in a river that could not be passed over. Mm-hmm. So let's go here. So now Ezekiel is talking about Yahweh bringing to his temple, and this water is started at a certain level. And the water got higher and higher and higher. This water got higher and higher. Now, we're going to preach up there and find out what this water that got higher and higher from his ankle all the way up to his loins. Let's find out what's going on there, Elder Mr. Till. Let's find out exactly. And Mother Al me the book of Psalm 36, 1 down to verse 7, that Mother E. Let's find out what's going on, Elder. He said, now, he brought me to the temple, and the water was down at his ankle and his feet, and the water got all the way up to his ankle, to his loins. Let's find out what he's talking about when you preach up your Bible. Let's go to chapter 5, verse 26, Elder. What's he talking about? This water has stored, risen up, getting high and high. 526 of the season. Ew, come on, you're on the clock. Come on. Call your verse out to your five. Ew, call your verse out to your five. 526. Ezekiel. Okay. Is that the book of Ezekiel? Chapter 5. No, Ezekiel. Verse number 2. Yeah, Ephesians 5.26. Keep talking about it till you find it. There'll be no okay. dead time on that. I got you. We don't need no dead time. I got you on that. That's the book of Ephesians that we're looking at. Yeah, 
and we're going to chapter 5, and we're getting verse number 26. 26 says, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Yeah, that so what Ezekiel was given, well, what Ezekiel was given, he was given the word, you know. See, he wasn't given no natural water by what the water but the Bible got <laughs> up Yahweh so was training him about how this word going to progress, how it's going to get higher and higher. Then sooner or later up the road, it's going to be a ministry called Voices of a True Israelite. It's going to lay that last foundation that needs to be laid. So now, Elder, we're going to St. John chapter 3, figure verse 5. St. John chapter 3, verse 5. We'll read with it until we get our point. St. John chapter 3, verse number 5. Let's see, let's see what we get out of that, Elder. Verse 5 out of verse 7. St. John 3. Five dollars verse seven. Come on. And the book of Saint John. Looking at chapter three, reading verses uh five to verse number seven. And verse number five says, Thou what a son answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except the man be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of Yahweh. For Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Five. Yahweh the son answered, God what the son answered and said, Verily, verily. Reading verse number five again. God what the son answered. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of Yahweh. Six. That which is born, that which is born of flesh, is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. Seven. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. So you see, you, so you, so we want to be born again by the water, and you find out by the word, which is the word, and you got to be born again out of spirit. And what thing you got to be born of, young lions, and that Proverbs 1, 2, and 3, what spirit you got to be born by? To be born again, you got to be born again with the water. That's washing of, some good washing of his word. But what about the spirit you got to be born again? Let's see if we get a precept in young lions 1, 2, and 3. What's the precept today in 1, 2, and 3 come out? Proverbs. Go to Proverbs chapter 1, verse 23. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 23 reads, Turn you at my reproof, and behold, 
I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. See, all over again, it goes back to his word. If you're going to be healed, it's by his word. If you allow his Bible words, it's going to be returned through his word. That's why you got to make sure the ministry that you're in teaches the word, not where they're going or where they've been. They teach you the word. Y'all lying, give me that first. John chapter 5, and we'll pick up verse 6, and we'll keep reading until we get our point. Let's go on the right side of the book, and First John chapter 5, and we'll pick up verse 6, we'll read down until we get our point. First John chapter 5, right side of the book. Pick it up at verse 6 and keep on reading now. Come on. Go on to First John, back to the book, chapter 5, verse 6. Read. This is he. That came by water and blood, even Yahweh the Son. Not by water only, but by water and blood. It is the Spirit that bear witness, because the Spirit is true. Verse 7. And there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the righteous Spirit. And these three are one. Verse 8, and there are three that bear witness in earth, the spirit and the water and the blood, and these three agreed in one. Verse 9, if we receive the witness of man, the witness of Yahweh is greater, for this is the witness of Yahweh, which he had testified unto his son. Verse 10, he that be- verse 10 reads, He that believeth on the Son of Yahweh the Father have the witness in himself. He that believeth not, Yahweh had made him a liar because he believed not the record that Yahweh the Father gave of his Son. Verse yeah. 11. So, you are, so we got to believe his record. So he got the record on exactly what to do. The record, we're reading you the record now. We're reading you exactly what you got to do if you want to get in the right position with the Almighty. If you want Yahweh to step into your life, he laying down the rules and regulations how he do it. Because we read earlier in Jeremiah that Yahweh is in the healing business. If you doing what he got rid of in this Bible. Now, Mother, Mother E, we're going to book a song, Thousand BC. And we'll look at verse 1 down and verse 7. Let's see what we can get out of that, Mother, Mother E. Psalm 36, 1 through 7, come on. The book of Psalm, chapter 36, verses 1 through 7. Verse 1. The transgression of the wicked said within my mind that there is no fear of Yahweh before his eyes. Verse 2. For the flattering for flattering himself in his own eyes until his iniquities be found to be hateful. Verse 3. The words of his mouth are iniquity and deceit. 
He has left off to be wise and to do good. Verse 4, he devised mischievous upon his bed. He setteth himself in a way that is not good. He a whore, he a whore, a whore, a whore, not a whore, a whore, a whore, a whore. He a whore, not evil. Verse five. They merit. The mercy of Yahweh is in the heaven, and their flatness reaches unto faithfulness. Faithfulness. Reaches unto the clouds. Verse 6. The righteousness is like the great mountain. The judgment are a great deep. Are a great deep. O Yahweh, thou preserve man and beast. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O Yahweh. Therefore, the children of man put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. Mm-hmm. Now, Moro, what's this conversation all about according to verse 1? Read verse 1 and tell you what this conversation is about once and seven. Read verse 1, Mother. So what is, this, what is you reading for the night in order to be clear what we're talking about according to verse 1? What are you reading in verse 1? Uh, verse 1 is reading the transgressions of the wicked. That conversation is about the wicked. So he's telling you about the wicked, but he's letting you know you got to supersede that wicked and because Yahweh is the one, got everything, and how excellent is thy loving kindness that put that trust in him. So you got to put that wicked down. Now go to the 37th chapter, mother, of the same book, and pick up at verse 12, down to verse 17. Let's see if we get a precept on that, mother. See, you got to put that wicked down, and you got to come back to the living Yahweh. And we're going to find out a little bit more about that wicked. But pick up at 37. 12 down to verse 17. What's that, Mother? The book of Psalms, chapter 37, verse 12 to 17. Verse 12. The wicked plotters against the just, and Janice upon him with their teeth. Verse 13. The Yahweh shall laugh at him, for he fears that his day is coming. 14. The wicked have drawn out the sword and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and needy and to slay such as be of upright conversation. Verse 15. The sword shall enter into their own mind and their bow shall be broken. Verse 16. A love that a righteous man has is better than 
riches of many weeks. Verse 17. For the, for the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Yahweh upholds the right. Yeah, Moses. See, see, Bible. 
And once we understand this Bible, then we'll be all right. It would be in position to help others. Proverbs chapter 3, 31 down to verse 33. Young line, Brother Titus, come on. The book of Proverbs chapter 3, verse 31 and 33. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1 reads, If you not the oppressor and choose none of his ways. Verse 32. For the four is abomination to Yahweh, but his secret is with the righteous. Verse 33. The curse of Yahweh is in the family of the wicked, but he blesses the habitation of the just. You said that. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 32. For the forward is abomination to Yahweh, but his secret is with the righteous. His secret is with the righteous. You see that? See, that's what the there. Let's go do it around the 29, 29 and find out what secret is with the righteous. We're going to do it around the 29, 29, young lines. With the precept, we'll oh, find out what secret is with the righteous and do it around the 29, 29. What does that say, young lines? Look at Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29 reads, The secret things belong to Yahweh, our Yahweh. But those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. You see that? So that's the single thing that we think is done away with is this law. But you got to understand something in 40, verse 8 of Isaiah, young line. Yahweh's law, see, and that's why we got to come. And the only way we're going to get back for Yahweh to put his mercy and shine it on us, we got to keep his law. So when Isaiah was on the clock in 700 B.C., and what he says in 40 verse 8 there, young lion, come on. Go to Isaiah, go to Isaiah to see it, chapter 40, verse 8. Isaiah to see it, chapter 40, verse 8 reads, the grass withered, the flower faded, but the word of our Yahweh should stand forever. <laughs> Yahweh's law stands forever. Never stands forever. His word is his law. That stands forever. That's the game changer now. See, royal sister on the account, what Yahweh got written, and remember, Ezekiel was receiving some knowledge and he was bringing him up. What Ezekiel was receiving was the word. He was he was receiving the word. Now let's back up your line to Genesis chapter 28, verse 11 down to verse 22. And Elder Mr. Tip, why don't you have me Hebrews chapter 12, verse 21 to 23, and Acts chapter 1, verse 6. First, you will be fully working with the young line. We go on to 28, verse 11 down to verse 22. 
Remember, the secret thing, everything that was secret, how it, it was sealed, and it was raised in Ezekiel up from the ankles up. Look at Genesis chapter 28, verse 11, verse 22. Genesis chapter 28, verse 11 reads, And he lighted up a certain place and tarried there all night, because the sun was set. And he took the stones of that place and put them on his pillars and laid down in that place to sleep. Verse 12, And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of Yahweh ascended and descended, verse 13. And behold, Yahweh stood above it and said, I am Yahweh of Abraham, your father, and Yahweh of Isaac, the land whether all you lie, to you would I give it, and to your seed. Verse 14. And your seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west, to the east, to the north, to the south. And in you and all your seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Verse 15, and behold, I am with you and will keep you there in all places where you go and will bring you again to this land. Right? For I will not leave you until I have done that which I have spoken to you of. Verse 16, Verse 16, Israel waked out of sleep, and he said, Surely, Yahweh is in his place, and I knew it not. Verse 16. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. He's still Jacob at this time. He's not been changed yet, so he's still Israel. Verse 16. Okay, I'm going to read that over. Genesis 28, verse 16. And Jacob wake out of his sleep, and he said, Surely, Yahweh is in this place. I knew it not. Verse 17. And he was afraid and said, How dreadful was this place? This is none other but the temple of Yahweh, and this is the gate of heaven. Verse 18. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone. That he had put for his pillow and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. Verse 19. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Lur at the first. Verse 20. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If Yahweh would be with me, it would keep me in the way that I go. I will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on. Verse 22, verse 21. So that I come again to my father's house in peace. Here shall Yahweh be my Yahweh. 22. And this stone which I have set for a pillar should be Yahweh's temple. And of all that you should give me, I will surely give the tip unto you. 
you shown this thing, but we show you how you maintain things by making sure that whatever is coming to your possession, you pull out a tenth of it and get it the way for to get to. And now you're upon the will of the Yahweh. There is it there in verse 22. Now, um, let's see the great mother D of Israel in and, and see if she read a hard neck microphone and grass out. And, and, we, and we like that. Remember one thing, mothers, um, be prepared to go hard, hardcore Wednesday and Thursday on the broadcast on time at 6 o'clock. Hey, Mother D of Israel. Another one of the most out of camp one. That's why I beat that C Ray. Yes, sir. Bless you, still Israel of C Roy. Hallelujah. Call the place 
Bethel. Now he called it. Now we now we getting over in the on the right side of the book of Hebrews, and we find out that the the gate of heaven is where again in verse twenty two. Where is it in verse twenty two? Let's let you read down for the last and find out exactly what the gates of heaven at according to twenty Hebrews ten twelve. Let's find out where the gate of heaven is located at in twelve twenty two. What is that, Elder? Bring it on, Elder. Twenty two says, "But you are coming to Mount Sion, and to the city of the living Yahweh, and the heavenly Jerusalem, and to a innumerable company of ministers spirits." Uh-huh. So what do that word Jerusalem mean? Because we know that word Jerusalem. Yeah. Hold that point. We know that word Jerusalem can't hold up now. See, that's the one that Ezekiel was Hold on there, yo. So now we got to we gotta do this for the national faith. Because we know that word can't hold up now. See, that's what Ezekiel was receiving, that water. And that water started from the ankles. And it started increasing, increasing. I mean, knowledge started increasing. So we clear that that name, uh, young man, was already it was already somewhere that we're gonna read for the national audience thing. So ain't no accident when statement is made. But what we want to do is is go with this Bible and show you exactly that that name. was already on the table before the children of Israel got there. And how are we going to find that out? Go to the book of Joshua. We go on the book of Joshua and see in the 10th chapter there, young lion, we're going to see that name. That, that name can't hold up no more. Because see, the water, right. which is the word, is increasing now. The timeline is increasing to know that that word can't hold up no more. 10 verse 1, come on. Uh, Joshua 10, 1. The book of Joshua, Blue the word of Hosea, chapter 10, verse 1. Read. Now it came to pass with Adasadak, king of Jerusalem, had heard how Joshua had taken Eli and had utterly destroyed it have done to Jericho and her king. So he had done to Ai and her king. And how the inhabitants of Gimeon had made peace with Israel and were among them. Verse 5. Verse 5. Therefore, the five kings of the Amorites, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmah, the king of... Lashish, the king of Eglon, gathered themselves together and went up, they and all their hosts, in a capital, and camped before Gibeon and made war against them. Verse 23. Verse 23. And they did so and brought forth these five kings unto him out of the cave, the king of Jerusalem, 
the king of Hebron, the king of Jerma, the king of Lashes, and the king of Eglon. Mm-hmm. Get down what happened in verse 26. Verse 26. Afterward, Joshua, who the world shears, smoked them and slew them and hanged them on five trees. And they were hanging upon the trees until the evening. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so we find out now that that word Jerusalem was already there before they got there. And now we want to back up the book of Judges, chapter 1, and let's see what happened. Now, go forward in Judges, chapter 1, for the national audience. Now. Let's see what happened to Jerusalem that we can read. We go on, when a question was asked after the death of Joshua, we want to find out what happened to Jerusalem, because it was already there for the children of Israel got there. So, in Judges, chapter 1, let's see exactly What's going on in verse 1, 2, and 3? What does it say? Judges chapter 1, 1, 2, and 3. What does it say there? Young lion, come on. The book of Judges chapter 1, verse 1, 2, and 3. Judges chapter 1, verse 1. Now after the death of Joshua, it came to pass that the children of Israel asked Yahweh, saying, Who should go up for us against the Canaanites first to fight against them? Verse 2. And Yahweh said, Judah should go up. Behold, I have delivered the land into his hand. Verse 3. And Judah said to Simeon, his brother, Come up with me unto my lot, that we may fight against the Canaanites. And I likewise will go with you unto your lot. So Simeon went with him. Uh-huh. Good. And what happened? What happened in verse number seven, seven and eight? Now listen good. It's looking good what happened in verse seven and eight. Come on. The book of Judges, chapter one, verse seven and verse eight. And Ethernet and Abizat said, Three scores and two kings, having their thumbs and their great toes, cut off, gathering their meat unto my table, as I have done. So Yahweh had required me, have requited me, and they brought them to Jerusalem, and there he died. Verse 8, now the children of Judah had fought against Jerusalem, and I had taken it, and smited it with the edge of the sword, and set the city on fire. You see that? So from this point on in, after the last of that word, because, uh, because Judah... And he had help from Simeon. They went up there and took Jerusalem that the king had already before they got there. And when you take and when you move in a place, you don't leave their name there. You put your name there. So that word Judah, every time you see the word Jerusalem from this point right now, every time you see the word Jerusalem, it means Judah because Judah just taking over. Not only taking over. That's right. They fought against Jerusalem and taking it and smitten it with the edge of the sword and set it on fire. So he let you know they brought that thing down. So Judah taking the place. So now when we go back to, if you like to look at the word in the Bible called Lord God and Jesus, we know that's Yahweh. 
the same time they look at the word called Jerusalem. So we find out what a heavenly city is at in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. Come on, my elder. Now let's see if we can flat out put in where is the where is the kingdom of heaven located at, according to Hebrews 12, 22. Let's see if we find out exactly what Yahweh's what Yahweh's kingdom or heaven is at. The heavenly what 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 their grandfather seen. Now Moses is saying it exactly the geographic location of the kingdom of heaven is written right here in Hebrews twelve twenty-two. What is it I ever come? Book of Hebrews, chapter 12, reading verse 22, says, But ye are come unto Mount Sinai, and unto the city of the living Yahweh, the heavenly Jerusalem, Yadah, and to an innumerable company of ministers and spirits. Well, I'll tell you what, just read the word of Jerusalem out, because that word been burnt down just just look at that word like you look at the word called Lord God and Jesus. Don't even mention. Read again. Don't even mention the word Jerusalem and see how how great it sounds. Look at it again. Okay. And read the word called Jerusalem. We gonna we gonna look at it exactly what it is in Hebrews twelve twenty two. Come on, else. Twelve twenty two. Twenty two says, "But ye are come unto Mount Sinai." Unto the city of the living Yahweh, and the heavenly, and to a noble company of ministers spirits. <laughs> mm. I didn't read that. I, 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 I didn't get a name. I didn't get a name. Yo, come on back again. One more time for the national audience. I want to know where is heaven located at. I want to know soundly where heaven is located at. Without using the word Jerusalem, put the proper name after we see the battle that was done in Judges 1, verse 8. Jerusalem is finished. It's been burnt with fire. It's just like look at the word called Lord God and Jesus in your Bible. It don't exist no more. You know what to put there. Yahweh. Same thing about Jerusalem. Let's come back and look at that verse one more time for the national audience sake. Exactly where is the kingdom of heaven located on earth? Where is located at Mount Elf? Okay. 22 says, But you are coming to Mount Sion, and unto the city of the living Yahweh, and the heavenly Yahweh, and unto an innumerable company of medicine spirits. You gotta you gotta bring that with some energy so here's the part. This this is this is an eye opener right here because everybody thinking yeah. up up in the way. And now we'll buy it right here. That's what that's what makes the soul will get happy behind that. So the heavenly kingdom is the heavenly Yahweh Judah. And not a Yahweh. Where is where is where is y'all got to do located in your line and it's nickel by five. So you see, this is some great news for the night. 
They don't keep thinking about the going faith because the heavenly kingdom is Yah God Judah, and Yah God Judah is located well. And Ezekiel five five, Yah line, where is it located at? The book of Ezekiel, the seal, chapter five, verse five reads. Thus said Yahweh, this is Yadah Judah, I have set in the midst of the nation. Center capital of the world is right there in Judah. The southern kingdom, it is the heavenly kingdom of Yahweh. Now I got to get a preacher up out of there. I'll tell you what I'm going to do before I come to the mother of Ayo. Hey, come on, give me that Act 1, verse 6 now. Don't give me that Act 1, verse 6. So now, remember, we're going to find out on the way of find out something. So we know exactly what a kingdom of Yahweh is at. It's located in the center capital of the world. We know what a kingdom of, of Yahweh is located at. We know what one of the gates is there. And you know it goes north, east, south, and west. How far? We find out another lesson. So let me find out on the way along and stuff. Now, Peter's going to say something. He's going to make a profound statement of you. And what did he say? In Acts 1, verse 6. Hey, what he says in Acts 1, verse 6. Acts 1, verse 6. 6 says, When they there... When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Yahweh, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? Hey, that so where, so where the kingdom of Yahweh located at? We can find out. It's in the capital of the world. Well, the children of Israel, the southern king of Judah was at, that's where the kingdom of Yahweh one of the gates was rested out. Now, how far it went, that's another lesson. But we found out one thing. Look at that. Look, we're going to find out where when our grandfather laid his head down in the 20th chapter 11 down in verse 22, he manipulated Bethel, and Bethel is in the land of Judah. Yeah, I'm 
when we read Ezekiel in the early part of the lesson, the 47 chapter, that water, which that word started from the anchor, that water now has got up to, in Ezekiel's time, it got to the loins. But what time are we in right now? That's the point we make it. What is the word have got to now? This word is coming to a close. So the water got way past the loins now. So it got to be a ministry on the team that can flat out unshadowed the doubt. Ladies came out plainly for those that got to hear to hear. So we found out one thing. The kingdom was taken by violence. The kingdom. And violence, and they took it by force. Now, if we take it last night lesson and put it with this, we're going to find out the kingdom that was taken according to John, that's Yahweh the Son. It's tough. That kingdom was taken by violence was the kingdom of heaven. That was the kingdom of heaven taken by violence. By force. Yeah. Now, we're going to find out where that place located at. By Sister Judas in the 21st chapter. And we're going to look at verse 29 and verse 24. And we're going to find out how long. Come on. Let's see if you can knock mm-hmm. the rabbit the part. Come on. Luke chapter 21, verses 20 to 24. Verse 20 reads, And when ye shall see Yada Judah compassed with armies, then know that the okay, desolation there there is thereof is named. Hold that part right there. Yeah. Hold that part right there. You brought that out. You brought that out. So now, Hallelujah. Y'all got Judah compared with um. So y'all got Judah is what? According to Matthew 11, uh, Sister Sarah, tell me what y'all got Judah is again. What is y'all got Judah according to the 11th chapter? Let's see what, let's see what. What is y'all God do? Now, you know, that's the excellent well working for the national audience. So, y'all God Judah is what? According to 11, verse 11. Read again and tell me what is y'all God Judah according to 11, verse 11. Now, Matthew. Matthew, chapter 11, verse 11, reads Truly I say unto you, among them that are born of women that have not risen a greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding, he that is least oh, in the kingdom. Wait, wait, hold on, John. Hold on, John. I, I got to have to make that 13 verse 11. I got to have to thank, thank for helping, for pulling me out there, Moses, Israel. 13 verse 11. Matthew <laughs> chapter 13 verse 11. Three. He answered. And say unto them, because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. Uh So, um, well, well, the uh, come back to the 13th 
again and read verse 3. Now come back to the eleventh chapter and read verse 3. Book of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 12, reads, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. Thank you. What about it? What about the kingdom of heaven? I, I didn't hear all that, daughter. Read that again, daughter. I didn't hear all that. Read that again. What about the kingdom of heaven? In verse number 12. I didn't hear that. Verse 12. Verse 12. And from the yes. days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violence oh. take it by force. All right, the Bible's taking the kingdom of heaven by force, huh? So now back to uh, Sister Judith. So you you telling me in verse number twenty, we got a we 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 not only just put a word there, we can put we can put something else there too, can we? Taylor, Sister Judith. What else can we put all in that? But remember one thing: you cannot put all that in there. Unless you got the preacher. Don't just jump up there and put all that in there. Unless you got on your cue card. Every place you just got some covers. Because when you tie that in there, got the bombshell on whoever you're standing around. And they're going to get you. They're going to mask the cheek at you. So if you ain't got the preacher, don't say, Mr. Judas, get ready to say. Come on, Mr. Judas, come on. Come on, let's go see it happen now. Come on. Verse 20. Luke, Luke chapter 21, verse 20 reads, And we shall see Yadah Judah compass with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is made. Yeah. Now, to make it happen, what is Yadah Judah according to what we just got to read? Read it there. We just got to read is what? Now, I, I can get happy. I'm, I'm easy to get happy. It's a note. It's a more words added on. Y'all got Judas, if you can insert it in. But you got to have the verses to work with. So what else can you add on if you read verse 20? Y'all got Judas. So what? So what? So what? Come on. Bring it out. Bring it out for a young lion. Come on, young lion. Bring it out. You know you got the work to do now. Bring it out for a young lion. Yes, sir. All right, back, back, back. Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. All right, verse 11 and verse 12. Matthew chapter 11, verse 11. No, hold on, hold on, young lion. Hold on, young lion. All I want you to bring out is 21, 20. I want you to bring out 2120 on what we have learned for the national audience. I want you to bring it out in 21 verse 20. I want you to look at 21 verse 20 and bring it out 
again, again, go back over with your better ass to make sure you jump down this thing again. We on point. 21 verse 20, bring it up. Luke. Luke chapter 21, verse 20. When you should see, Yada Judah, kingdom of heaven, the passage with honor. He right. that the desolate thereof is near. Verse 21. Here's that thing with our Judah. Oh, I, 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 I heard it, but I didn't hear it bold enough. He must be a business, and we heard it. But you you, you right. didn't bring it out. You didn't bring it out to bring it out. Now, we heard it. You got remember, You even let out a word. So we're coming back to verse 20 again. What we got already on the little card already, bring out verse 20 again. Imagine you got some young, young minds all around And you talk about the kingdom of heaven that was lost by the children of Israel by thousands. And thousands taking it. Now, bring out this verse 20 along with Mother D of Israel already stated behind it and the other mother. So bring out this verse 20. But we know that you 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 really own something. Holy. Verse 20. Luke chapter 21. Verse 20 reads. And when you succeed, y'all died Judah, kingdom of heaven, the past with honor. Then know that the desolation thereof is near. Excellent. Excellent. That, that was the most on here. Excellent. Because you got the verse to back it up in the 11th chapter and the 12th chapter. You got it backed up. So you know, and you got it all already backed up. So you can insert Judah, the kingdom of heaven that was lost in 70 AD by Titus, the Roman emperor, and Vespasian taking it down. So they, and, and when Peter asked, Are you going to restore? God, God, Judah, the kingdom of heaven, in Acts 1, verse 6. You can insert it in there. But if you don't have the precept, you got to leave it alone. So now we find out right now, we know where the kingdom of heaven is located at. The center cap of the world, one of the gates, is right there in Jerusalem. Polluted for Judah. So we clear about it. So now we see why Yahweh is going to empty that place out and put the blood up so many miles, 200 miles up in the air ahead of birds come and suck everything out and give children of Israel seven months to bury the bodies to get this kingdom of heaven, one of these gates prepared for us to come in. See, see, we'll find a way to find out something. So now, so now we find out right now. Now, but remember, that's high horse teaching. When you go and read verse 20, and when you see, and when you shall see Judah, the southern kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, come past with us, then know that the desolation is near. So you see, but when you bring that out, you got to have you. You got to have you. Got you got to have your A game ready. But they're gonna grip the teeth on you then. Now, 
Yeah, and, I, and such as the weekly against the covenant, <clears throat> the covenant. <clears throat> against the covenant. <clears throat> I guess the covenant. I. I. Uh, 
and saying, Yahweh, my servant, lies at home thick of the saucy, grievously tormented. Verse 7. And Yahweh the son said unto him, I will come and heal him. Verse 8. The centurion answered and said, Yahweh, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof. But speak your word only, my servant, to be here. Give me 1 Corinthians 9.27. 1 Corinthians 9.27. Uh, and Mother Eve, tell me the first book of Adam and Eve, 50 verse 4. First book of Adam and Eve, Mother Eve, 50 verse 4. That ain't waiting on me. First Corinthians, chapter 9, verse 27 reads, But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. Let that by any means that I have taught to others, I myself should be cast away. So Paul said he makes sure he keep his body prepared because once he has, if he neglects his body, yeah, after he has taught others, his self will be a castaway. Now, now, now what did Paul do, mother? Mother, according to the first book of Adam's chapter fifty, verse four. What what did Paul do? According to the first book of Adam's fifty, verse four. The first book of Adam and Eve, chapter 50, verse 4. And when the day dawned, Adam said unto Eve, Come, let us go and do some work for our body. You see that? Don't you see that? We've got to put some work in on the body. got to put some work in. That means one thing. We can... We, we got to put the work in. The work in of the body is to make sure when we eat our natural green thing, we exercise. We exercise to shake that stuff up. You got to put some work in on the body. That means you got to shake, you got to shake it up. See what, he, see what Adam told Eve? He's looking at us, go put some work in on our body. We got to put some work in on the body. And we got to drink no less half a gallon of water. And you got to get in before you lay down. That water, because your blood's going to get thick. And all that, to get that water down, is to get that blood down, it's water. And the only thing keep them, what, what I'll stop you is eating live food.
Uh, why are you sleeping? If a pan is, bring it out. Bring it out. But we put any kind of dead food in it, God. Dead food. I don't care to speak. Put all that dead food down. Eat live food. God, just go out there and buy me. You'll get me three watermelons and five packets of grapes. And give me a, what they call that old thing on the side, about a pumpkin. No, it's called a mango. Give me some mangoes, too. Give me a few of them on the side. If I got my green food in me, I got my watermelon and my grape in the natural water. When I lay down and I drink a half a gallon of water and no less, then I got something fighting for me when I get back up. Because it's forgotten. The key to it is when you get up in the morning and you find your cane get out the bed, because your blood don't got too thick. I don't have enough water in your system. It, it, ain't, it, ain't no, it ain't no meat at all. But eat all meat so long to get well. No meat. You got no what? And no meat. Bring me no meat from sick. Because that milk, that meat going to clog me up tomorrow. I won't eat nothing dead. I don't eat live. Three, four wild milk to the side, five, six packets of grapes to the side. And a lot of water. Then I'm going to do, I'm going to do, I'm going to do what again? Uh, um, in 50 verse 4, what I'm going to do? Read the 50 verse. Read again, uh, uh, young lion. I know mother got there, 12930. Read 50 verse 4. What I'm going to do again in, uh, Alan 50 verse 4. All right, first book, Adam and Eve, chapter 50, verse 4. First book, Adam and Eve, verse 4. First book, Adam and Eve, chapter 50, verse 4, read. And when the day dawned, when the day dawned, Adam said to Eve, come. Let us go and do some work for our body. <laughs> Let's do some work for our body. We got to put in the work. We got to put in the work. We got to start with 30 seconds, 45 seconds, one minute. We got to do something. We got to do something about 30, 30 seconds, one minute. We got to put in work in our body. After we eat right, we got yapwap and forth. Now we got to put in work for our body. Now, um, you know, I need um, to be clear about something in um, Psalm 104. And 104. Let's see what I want in Psalm 104, verse 14. What I want? 104, verse 14. Book of Psalms, chapter 104, verse 14. He causes the grass to grow. For the cattle and green herbs for the service of man. Then he may give for food. Yeah, okay. So you see, cattle, beef meat, he gave them their diet, which is called a grain. Have you noticed that, that they eat one basic food, grass? And look how big and strong they are. 
Have you ever watched a gorilla? A gorilla, all they eat is fruits and vegetables thrown on their ears. How you know it's an elephant? All they eat is fruits and vegetables and grass. Look how strong they eat. So we go out and buy a variety of all this food that man have created, and, and, and that's why we sick today. We got to get a one or two, you know what? at the best, one, two, three pots and food, and that's it. We don't have to have all that stuff that they show on TV, all that, all that stuff they got, because they're poisoning everything. And plus, anytime you eat dead in, dead come, dead in, dead out, dead can't help you. Live stuff. So, cattle is for the grass, but man service is the earth. That is the service of man. Now, once we're back on our feet, right? Then we can throw some fish in there. We can throw some, um, give me, um, we can, we can go a full course meal now. Let's go to Ezekiel, I mean, um, number 11, 35. Now, we can, we can go full course meal once we're back on our feet. But to get on our feet, all we need is two basic Meal, watermelon, and grape. Natural water in it, exercising, watermelon, and grape. That's it. And watch the difference when you drink the water and do the exercise. It'll pull out stuff that the doctors say, how did you, what, how did you figure this out? See, they don't even tell you. They'll say just cut down on this. No, you cut, you don't cut down, you do the alone. You leave the meat alone. <laughs> Seriously. That's what you do. You leave the meat alone to get well. Some fruit and vegetables that grape and watermelon will pull every type of problem in your body. It cures the man and the woman with no dead food. But we got to remember what Adam told Eve. Let's do some work for our body. We can't do this much of our work now. Work for our body. 30 seconds to a minute. 30 seconds to a minute. 30 seconds to a minute and build from there. That's the game changer. Hey, Mother Eve, what you reading in 30. Oh, Book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 29 and verse 30. Verse 29. And Yahweh said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of the tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for me. Verse 30. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green earth for me, and it was so. I gave it every green earth for me, not the cow, 
beef meat. No. Every green herb for me. That is the meat. Green herb, that is the meat. If we got any problem with our bodies, we got to remember one thing. Green herb is for your meat. Mm-hmm. Fruit and vegetables. Nothing, nothing dead. You can't make me nothing if I'm sick. They got this thing dead. I don't want nothing dead. I want, I want to eat live. And how you eat live? It's the watermelon and the grapes. All you need is two. You can throw a, a mango in eight or nine then. But when you're going back, you're going back for the wind. That's how you go for the wing. Wild milk, natural water, half a gallon of water to a gallon of water. Put it on the body. And watch the difference in that mucus oil coming out your body. Then they got, they got something called sea moss. Sea moss is something that goes into your drink. You put a tablespoon of that. That's like a roller ruler. It'll help pull all type of stop your problems in your body. But you really, when you do the wild and and the grapes, that's going to get you back. That's going to clear you out. And a half a gallon of water, it's going to clear you out. Because we got to do this thing because that's why we raised the 47 chapters. Now it's going to increase now. We know what to do now. To help others, we got to lead by example, like Paul said. He knows we got to lead by example. Now, once we're back on our feet, now the, the full course meal, if a uh, young line is uh, 11 verse 5 number, what's the full, what's the full course meal is? <laughs> Book of Numbers, chapter 11, verse 5. Numbers, chapter 11, verse 5 reads, We remember the fish, which we did eat in Egypt, land of bondage, freely, the cucumber, and the melon, and the leaf, and the onion, and the garlic. You see that? See melon? That's that watermelon. They had that big old watermelon back in the day. That big watermelon. Listen, that watermelon... Matter of fact, as we speak right now, we'll see he's a wild another as we speak right now. Huh? Right now. You got to keep wild got natural water in it. Wild and great, that's all you need to get back, to get all of everything out. Then do some work for your body with the water, and get you a, a half a quart of water, and, and, and just Look at it, let it give you up to three times a day, at least three times a day or four. Walk around and drink that water. Cause why? Once you lay down, that blood is, is not moving, and it gets thick. But if you ain't got that water in you, you're going you, you, to be, I can't, I can't get up. I can't get up. You know why? Because you lay down, and you lay down too long, your blood gets thicker, your blood pressure go higher and higher and higher. That water brings it down. The green food eliminated. Green food. Green um, 
what, 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 what is this? No, what it is, stand that I was blind, but now I see. I see what you're doing. The cattle, is, the cattle meat is go with the grass. Man and woman meat go with the earth. I know now. So now I can read plainly um, Judas in 9, 25 of the book of um, St. John. I can read this plainly now. What is it saying in St. John 9, 25? Well, it says in Judas 9, 25. John chapter 9, verse 25 reads, He answered and said, Whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know that whereas I was blind, now I see. You see that? But now we see. Now we see. See, now we're not getting caught up with you no more. That's why we got uh, land, school, backgrounds on the way. Listen, we see now. We know that you ain't got no, ain't no stuff, ain't no good, ain't no good meat out there. We ain't gonna eat meat no way. That's what we did. If any meat before he was fish. Are we out there? Not farm raised fish that they feed the strap to, bacon, egg, and uh, rice. They feed them bacon, egg, and rice. No, you need no bacon, egg, and rice. Let's get a precept on that to the Let's go to Second Kings six fifteen out of verse eighteen. See what we gotta do? We gotta we gotta see this thing to help ourselves and others. But we won't be a castaway. The only food we supposed to be eating right now is we got any problem with the body. It's wild vanilla and grape. That's it. Wild vanilla and grape. That's it. And exercise. We can't do but 30 seconds. Yeah, we do 30 seconds. We can't do but a minute. We do a minute. And we want to pull all that stuff out of our body. That been built up from eating away the world showed us eat. None of that stuff. None of that kind of meat. Live. Food only to get your body back live with a lot of water. What is that else? Put the uh, Pharaoh, Second Kings six, King out of verse eighteen. What is that? Where is the Pharaoh? Going to the book of Second Kings, uh, chapter six, verses fifteen 15? through eighteen. Second Kings, chapter 6, verse 15 through 18. Verse 15 reads, And when the servant of man, of Yahweh, is risen early and gone forth, behold, compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? Verse 16, and he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Verse 17, and Elisha prayed and said, Yahweh, I pray thee, open his eyes, he may see. And the Yahweh opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountains were full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Verse 18. 
And when they came uh-huh. down to him. See, Siri, I don't want to help you. Spirit God. See, our eyes open now. We see this thing. We see what we got to do now. Uh-huh. We got to return back to what Ezekiel was getting this information from the anchor up. He made it to the morn. Now, young man, but, 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 but what do we know now, young man, in Daniel chapter 12, verse 4, 8 through 10 and 13, and Elder, and Elder have me a total statement out of Psalms 119, 98 down to verse 100, Elder. Let's look at that Daniel chapter 4, I mean 12, verse 4, 8 through 10, 13. Young line, come out. The book of Daniel, the sin. Chapter 12, verse 4, 8 through 10, verse 13 reads. Daniel chapter 12, verse 4. But you, O Daniel, set up the word and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many should run to and fro, acknowledge to be increased. Verse 8 reads, And I heard, but I understood not. Then said I, O my Yahweh, what should be the end of these things? Verse 9. And he said, go your way, Daniel, for the words are closed up still to the time of the end. Verse 10, many should be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked should do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. Mm-hmm. Verse 13, but go you your way to the end be. For you shall rest for standing your lot at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So uh, how, how, do, how, do, how do we know when you're wise to the Jews and the Code of Satan in Ecclesiastes 8, verse 1? How do we know that you're wise to the Jews and the Code of Satan in 8, verse 1? What does it say? Regular book, 8, verse 1. How do we know when we're wise? Yes, chapter eight. Eight verse one. Okay, let me pull out. Let me go. All right, I'll, I'll pull out. Please guys, chapter eight, verse one. Who is as the wise man, and who knoweth the interpretation of the thing? A man's wisdom makes his face to shine. And the boldness of his face to be changed. Yeah. That's when we know you're wise. Because we, we're seeing you look, look in your eyes. You can tell. Yeah, they on something. We we um, figure out this man. We got this man down pat. And we know one thing. We don't need John Cook. We don't need John Cook no more. All we got to do is remember what the Bible tells us to do. And we eat fruit, watermelon, and grapes. And we can turn anything we got in our body. Don't we keep the Yahweh first and with a lot of water? Because remember, the minute we lay out, that blood gets sealed. If you ain't got a half a gallon of three quarters of water in your body, you will wake up and can't move. But guess what? Exercising that water will carry you. You jump right on up and you get stronger and stronger and stronger. Got it? Let's do this. Let's close the statement here. Come on. Yeah. 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 Y
Young chapter 5, verses 20 to 24. Verse 20 reads, For the Father loved the Son and showed him all things that himself doeth. And he will show him greater works than these that ye may marvel. Verse 21 reads, For as a father raises up the dead and quickens them, even so the son quickens him he will, whom, with, whom he will. Verse 22 reads, For the father judges no man, but has committed all judgment unto the son. Verse 23 reads, That all men should honor the son even as they honor the father. He that honors not the son Honor not the Father which have which have sent him. Verse twenty four reads Truly truly I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me have everlasting life, and shall not come into con- condemnation. condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Hallelujah. 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 Just, uh, Sarah, give me a closing statement. Get in Leviticus chapter 17, verse 11. Leviticus 17, verse 11. Going to the book of Leviticus, chapter 17, verse 11. Going to the book of Leviticus. Going to the book of Leviticus, chapter 17, verse 11. Verse 11 reads, For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your soul. For it is the blood that make an atonement for the soul. The life of the flesh is the blood. The life of the flesh is in the blood. If you if you have the wrong your blood system, then you gonna gonna live a miserable life. The life of the flesh is in the blood. Make sure your blood got the right stuff in it and it's not clogged up. And then you have a normal life. Mm-hmm. I mean, so say to come out. Going to Second Corinthians, chapter 6, verse 14 through 18. Going to the book of Second Corinthians, chapter 6. Reading verse 14 through 18. Verse 14 reads, But you not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship have unrighteousness? For what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion have light with darkness? Verse 15. Now I'm going to go to verse 16, 17, and 18. Verse 16 reads, 
And what agreement have the temple of Yahweh with idols? For you are the temple of the living Yahweh. As Yahweh have said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. I will be their Yahweh, and they shall be my people. Verse 17. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be you separate, say the Yahweh, and touch not the unclean things, and I will receive you. Verse 18. I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, say the Yahweh, Yahweh. Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. What, what you got for this national audience? You on the clock? Come on. I'm going to read in Ezekiel chapter 35, uh, 1 through 4, and then I'm going to read in Ezekiel chapter 25. Um, Ezekiel chapter 35, verse 1. Moreover, the words of the Yahweh came unto me, said, Verse 2, Son of man, set thy face against Mount Seal and prophesied against it. Verse 3, And said unto it, Thus said the Yahweh, Behold, Thus said the Yahweh, Behold, O Mount Seal, I am against you, and I will stretch out my hand against you. And I will make your mountains desolate. Verse four. I will lay, I will lay thy cities waste, and the, and you shall be desolate, and thus shall know that I am the Yahweh, that I am the Yahweh. And then I'm going to verse twenty-five. Verse twenty-five. Uh, uh, 14, um, verse 12 through 14, verse 12. Ezekiel chapter 25, verse 12, verse 12. Thus said the Yahweh, Yahweh, because that even have dealt against, against the house of Judah by taking vengeance and has greatly offered a pen and we revenge themselves upon them. Verse 13. Therefore thus said the Yahweh, Yahweh, I will also stretch out my hand upon even and I and will cut off man and beast from it, and I will make it desolate from Timon 
and they they uh the day of the van shall fall by the sword verse fourteen and I will lay my vengeance upon Edom by the hands of my people Israel and they shall be in and they shall do in Edom according to my anger and according to my fury and they shall know my vengeance they shall know my vengeance said the Yahwa Yahwa Hallelujah Yahwa Yes, um, I want to read uh, Psalms 133. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Hallelujah. 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 We know we got a job to do. The elders, our job is to pray our people. We on we on when we read the book um Judah uh Judah, we read how we were there and we lost that from what we did. But we we'll get on that another time. All right, come on, Elder, give, give me that Psalms Ezekiel was raised up to the to the Lord. 
matter where we at today, but you're not a family, all the way up to the top. What's wrong with family and mother? Get you back on his next, next broadcast. It's Wednesday night at 6 o'clock. Be ready to go. Mosey, up Israel. Mosey, come out. Close to come out. Let's thank and praise you all for the class and thank and praise you all for the teachers and thank and praise you all for the business.
to come to live. There should be a very great multitude of fish because these waters come thither, for they should be healed, and everything should live when the river comes. Get down verse 11 and verse 13. But the miry places there were, and the mirrors there were, to not be healed. They should be given to salt. Verse 12. And by the river, upon the bank there was. Say what? 12 and 13. 12 verse 13. Ezekiel 47, verse 12 and 13. And by the river upon the bank there was on the side, and on that side, to grow all the trees for me, whose leaf shall not fade, neither should the fruit thereof be consumed. It should bring forth new fruit according to his month. Because their water, their issue out of the sanctuary, and the fruit thereof, to be for me, and the leaf thereof for matter. Verse 13, thus said Yahweh, this should be the border whereby you should inherit the land according to the twelve tribes of Israel. Joseph to have two points. You know, the fruit, fruit is for your meat. The fruit is for your meat. Wild miller and grape. Wild miller and grape. Green, green. Wild miller and grape. Guess what? That is your meat. That will get you back on you in a hurry. Young line, closing payments, all yours. Come on. All right. I'm going to the... Book of Testimony of Reuben. Testament of Reuben. Chapter 2. Make that Testament of Babylon. Chapter 2. Verse 8. And I sailed thereon along the sword. Chapter 6. For the family of my father until we come to Egypt. Verse 9, and through compassion, I share my catch with every stranger. Verse 10, and if a man were a stranger, or sick, or aged, I bore the fish, and dressed them well, and offered them to all men. As every man had need, grieving, with the having compassion upon them. Verse 11, therefore also Yahweh satisfied me with the abundance of fish, with catching fish. For he that share it with his neighbor, receiving manifold more from Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, the Testament of Babylon, chapter 2, verse 8 down to verse 11. Hey, see, our job is to let you know. We know how to get back on our feet. We know what Yahweh can. And one thing we know is word going to stand for help. Hallelujah, Yahweh. 
The fruit is for our meat. If we sick, the fruit is for your meat. Fruit is for your meat. Green food is your daily working. But the fruit is for your meat. Wild animals and grapes. And you throw every nine down in there one of them all. Let's say that was again. I said in the spirit. What was that word I said? I said a third thing on the side. What I said is a third thing. Every nine, then you throw one of them all. Or what? But, you know. Well, enough. Take a third thing.